Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Hello, and welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, uh, the college, our college basketball show, college hoops, as we call it. Uh, I am your host, Rob Fox, and I am joined, as always, by our co-host and one of two producers, along with the wonderful and handsome Coop, whose voice is even more handsome than his face. I don't deserve the title producer today. Give it to Coop. Give it just only Coop? Only Coop. Dan's beating himself. Cheers to you. Dan's beating himself up worse than our first subject today. Oh, are, are we are we getting to that? Well, I, right it, they are it? related. I mean, you can you can elaborate. People like the casual banter i thankfully didn't uh make a plantation reference today or an analogy you wouldn't get in trouble for that here not here but <laughs> to be fair this is more of an issue at at a, being a college basketball coach than it is in this fucking studio that's that's a good point yeah, 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 yeah. if you you could make literally only plantation analogies for a day here and the only thing that would happen is dan or ross would just tell you to shut the fuck up yeah, just don't do it on, on camera. No, not even that. They'd just be like, we're tired of hearing your plantation analogies. Please, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> do you want to just dive right into it then? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, uh, You're also running a little hot. I am running a yeah. lot. It's fine. But yeah, so uh, first topic today, first uh, uh, college basketball topic. And I always enjoy it uh, when we have a sports topic that isn't like totally sports because obviously we're not a- athletic ex- experts. Right, like I enjoy. Speak the, for yourself, man. I enjoy the cultural aspects of things a lot of times, like the okay. justice groups. So, like when on the baseball show that we do on Thursdays with me and Dan Holloway, we got to talk about Dick Pick Mick, mm-hmm. Mickey Calloway, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. former Mets manager, sending all kinds of insane sexts and dick pics and all kinds of fucked up shit to his just women in general, Cuck, cucking an Indians fan by fucking the shit out of his wife. Uh, that was just funny though for the moment. I mean, he was a serial harasser too, so that is shitty. But like the specific, let that be a lesson to you who celebrates Chief Wahoo. Yeah, you're gonna get cucked by Mickey Calloway, and he's not even with the Indians anymore. He'll just find you, yeah, and fuck your wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so today we have kind of a similar situation, minus the dick pic, just a, a screw up as a coach screw up uh, in college basketball happened. Uh, I guess. Late last week, or like early last week, late last week, something like that. Um, but Creighton's coach, uh, Doug McDermott, in a bit of hot water. Is it Doug McDermott? Isn't Doug McDermott? Oh, I'm his sorry, dad? Greg yeah. McDermott. Greg yeah, yeah, McDermott, yeah, yeah. or Doug McDermott's plays for the Bulls, right? Yeah, really intercha- interchangeable. Just two like basic white guy names. Well, I mean, Doug was almost player of the year with Creighton, right? Yeah. Well, they both they both just sound like they're the lead in a CBS sitcom. Like Doug McDermott, Greg McDermott, Kevin James could play either of those names based on name alone. But yeah, we're talking about Greg McDermott. So Greg McDermott, uh, Creighton's had a, a really good year. They're ranked 14th in Ken Palm. They're, um, I told you they might, or I'm make, sorry, they might make some noise in the tournament. And I course. agree with that now. 17th in Ken Palm, I'm sorry. They're 18 and 7. I believe they won the Big East uh, regular season title. Uh, favorites for the tournament as well, for the Big East tournament. Um, had a great year. Um, so actually, that was one of the more mystifying things about this whole incident was that um, uh, Greg McDermott even had to say this in the first place, like Creighton wasn't believing in themselves or something. 
But anyway, they had a tough loss to Xavier, who is, um, I think, was on the bubble. But I think now they're kind of firmly in, probably because of that Creighton win. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a tough loss to Xavier. Unfortunate loss, I guess. It was a little tough for them. Whatever. I don't, I don't fucking know. Greg McDermott told his team in the locker room afterwards, guys, like a little coach, coach's speech, guys, we got to stick together. This is a direct quote. Guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. Yeah, so, I mean, probably not my first choice. Probably not even my lexicon, really. No. And no. this is clearly, like, just a phrase that he grew up with. Yeah, maybe put that to bed, man. Yeah, like, it's, I mean, look, I, I said this on uh, to somebody uh, uh, last week, but, like, coaching regularly produces the dumbest millionaires in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is probably one of the more offensive things you could say to a basketball team in college. Uh, I mean, yeah, he probably could have gotten away with camps, he could have said. Well, it's not even, like, uh, god damn, you would think even, like, stay on the reservation would be <laughs> more. Yeah, no, no, like, th- that plays way better in basketball. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it would just be quicker. That I, I don't know. I, I, I actually will say this. I have heard before stay on the plantation but it, it i had to read this quote to even remember that i had heard it mm-hmm. right like it's not in my head where i'm like yeah stay on the plantation uh, it also how many plantations are in omaha omaha and he grew up in iowa yeah so he grew up where like there were Southern. no plantation <laughs> right he's not from georgia like he's i i don't know like i don't know where the fuck he got i don't know how this wiggled its way into like how that just went into his brain immediately right as he's giving a speech like i mean i think of and also i I can barely talk as is doesn't make sense because no one wants to stay on a plantation no except for the like four people who actually own the property welcome to Candyland. (laughs) doesn't is that how they kept him on Prior to 1861, like they were just like, come on, guys, you, you got to stay. Got to buy in. I don't think that's how that worked. No. So there's just so many things wrong with that phrase, like logically, before you even get to the offensive parts, that it's just, it, it's kind of mind boggling. And now, granted, again, this is worth noting. Just say the farm, man. Yeah, stay on the farm. That I've heard a million times. Yeah. A million times. Plays way better in Nebraska. And now, by the way, it should also be noted plantation is not. Plantation does not just mean southern antebellum plantation. Mm-hmm. But if you're from Iowa, you don't have plantations. You have no, farms. You don't say that word, really. Yeah. yeah. There's no, it's a farm. In, and it, I guess at this point in the United States, plantation, at least if it's in the United States, pretty much is synonymous with that. Whereas, like, but there are still, like, uh, I, like on my honeymoon, me and my wife went to a place in Hawaii that is called uh, the something plantation. It was like a, it's like a rum and sugar plantation, and uh, they all the natives and everyone lovingly refers to it as the I forget what it was, but like the X plantation. Maybe Greg had it on his mind. He just threw on some uh, plantation shutters, like on his right. house or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he was working with a guy. It is really doing some, uh, just fixing up his house a little bit. Yeah, just plantation farm energy. Just plantation on the mind. Really mind-boggling how this jumped into his head, but he said it, and his players were not unrightfully offended, and coaches too. Like, there's fucking black coaches on Creighton. 
And apparently, according to McDermott, as soon as he said it. No, he, he uh, like, was hand up. As it was coming out of his mouth, he was like, uh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it, 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 like, the like last. apologized the, immediately. The last, like, syllable escaped his mouth. And he's like, fuck. I run that farm, back. Farm. I meant farm. So I'm fucking sorry. Um, but the, the cat was out of the bag. And uh, he pissed off a couple players. I, I, they said they, they didn't really actually ever say angry. They said hurt. And uh, uh, there was a coach. They're um, disappointed, Rob. Yeah, yeah, a coach was disappointed as well, African-American coach. Um, McDermott then went, went on and apologized on Twitter and elsewhere, saying that, um, like I said, he immediately regretted it, knew it was a terrible idea, kind of got out of his mouth before he thought about it. Still not really a, a good thing to say. This is a teaching moment, Rob. We're going to learn. He's going to be better. He's going to grow from this. Even though he's like 60. Yeah, I mean, probably. Again, I mean, coaching produces the dumbest millionaires in America. Other than, other than social media influencing, I can't imagine that a profession makes dumber millionaires than coaching. Yeah, especially since he's probably been coaching his entire like at least the last 30 years of his life. Look at this man. Google, Google Greg McDermott. Mm-hmm. And tell me he doesn't, I know we joke about this a lot, but like he is Butch Jones level of gym teacher looking. He should, yeah. It, he, him in a suit is actually weird. It's, it's distressing. It he looks like he's a, going he, to court. He should be in a tracksuit. Yeah, it looks like he's going to court. Have a whistle around his neck at all times. Yes. Calls yeah. his own fouls during games. <laughs> Tries to recreate that scene from Miracle where they skate till they puke, but... It doesn't work. And it doesn't make the team better. And Again. they all just fucking hate him. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Greggy Mc, McBuckets. Uh, definitely, obviously. Bad look for his son, too, man. Doug's just trying to make his way in the league as a journeyman. Yes. Yeah, just trying to get some contracts. Yeah. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure, like, some NBA players might have heard this and be like, yo, is your the, dad needs it. Is the name McDermott Mud now? Is it no? He's done. I mean, Doug, not Greg. Because Greg was suspended for one game. He's already back. So they suspended him for one game. Now, it should be noted. Well, Doug's on the, uh, the Pacers. So I think he's job security oh, yeah. pretty safe with that's, the Pacers. Yeah. Yes. yes. Are you kidding me? He's like a prototypical Pacers player. Mm-hmm. White, mid-major. Definitely cut from Larry Bird's like, cloth. Yes. When he was obviously no longer... He's no longer the... General manager of the Pacers, mm-hmm. but this is the kind of guy he would look for. Yeah. Except Larry Bird was at least a decent general manager. He's not like Michael Jordan bad. Michael Jordan's an owner. But he, Michael Jordan is a Jerry Jones type of owner. Like, he's a de facto general manager. Like, Michael Jordan drinks half a bottle of scotch and walks in with a cigar and is like, we're drafting Frank Comiskey. <laughs> he just loves big names from college. He does. <laughs> he loves famous names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you look at that, like, I mean, that Charlotte roster, too. It's like, yeah, all these guys were big-time college players. Mm-hmm. And except even, for uh, LaMelo. Yeah. But. The one good the one good guy they got. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it is worth noting, like I said, uh, Creighton's players were upset. Um, but they all really do actually, like, love Greg McDermott. They don't think he's an asshole. Uh, after... The Butler game, uh, Creighton's star guard, Marcus Zigorowski, 
um, said that he kind of like got out in front of it and was like, before you guys ask me any questions, I'm just going to address the uh, plantation sized elephant in the room. And uh, he said he was like, dude, like obviously his remarks hurt people and they were wrong, but the team loves the coach. He said he knew he knows that Greg McDermott would take a bullet for him. He's like, I know everything Greg McDermott uh, has done for me. Like he just made a mistake, essentially, is what he said, which yeah. like hooray for like the like pretty fucking rational response to this all around. Like no players went on social media. It wasn't like when... Um, Gundy's dumbass in football was like, I love OANN. And then his running back, Chuba Hubbard, got on social media and was like, I'm going to leave the team if you don't make this right type of thing. So McDermott got suspended, but he's back now, right? Yeah, he got suspended for a game. He's back now. It was just announced today that he's back. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's back for the Big East tournament. Okay. Yeah. It's a little he got suspended for a game. Wrist. This is, it's worthy of a, it's worthy of, I think he was punished accordingly yeah it was like when uh Jameis got suspended for a game for saying fucker right in the pussy you know right yeah right it's just saying it's just, they're just words like and obviously the words can hurt people but like they are still words you know like that's fine it's wrong that's fine and and to be fair like Creighton had to do something too because it's bad for the brand yeah you gotta you gotta address it you yeah. then move on again with this 24-hour news cycle I mean by the I, this was last week, so it's like, but by the time we're talking about it now, um, they've—I mean, it's kind of come up again in the news because he's back. It came up. It came up twice again because, well, three times again because it happened. Mm-hmm. Then he was suspended a few days later. Now he's back. Then Zagorowski addressed it after the game he was suspended for, and now he's back. But like at this point, if they just didn't do anything at all, I think everybody would have forgot anyway. Uh, maybe like it, two days later. It depends. So like if, he keeps in house. If Creighton made a deep run in the tournament, that would have been like it, it a good, still, a good like mean like bad narrative. But he apologized immediately, so it's like, all right. He, Do people give a shit? No, no. But they also don't give a shit. Forty eight hours later, like no one gives literally you, just ride out the storm. Yeah, take your it's, take your beat in. It really is so much easier to wait these people out. Yeah. Then, I mean, that's not that he was wrong for apologizing. He wasn't. He sh- his apology was totally appropriate. Um, but just in general, as an institution, like I'm sure there were people that were immediately like, "Fire this motherfucker." Eh, I don't know. Well, crazy people. Mc, well, yeah. Well, McDermott's he's had Creighton in the mix for a while now. Do you think anyone gives a shit? Creighton fans? I, I just people just Creighton cra- fa- crazy Creighton fans do not care. No. I wonder how like woke Creighton is as a school because they're a private Catholic school, so. Not that woke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but Catholic schools, it's a Jesuit school, though. And Jesuits are the woke Catholics. So they, they Jesuit schools in particular, have a broader, like a bigger, just a bigger um, tolerance. A bro- like, it's easier to be woke in that, in that type of environment versus, like, fuck. I mean, most schools are Jesuit. Most, ca- most Catholic schools are Jesuit. But, like, there are m- more... Um, conservative sects of Catholicism that also have schools where that would probably be uh, your sort of student, like an obnoxious student activism would be less tolerated. Whereas Jesuit priests are, are very much like the Catholic version of obnoxious student activism. Mm. Come on. You're an altar boy. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Yeah. We're altar boys here. Yeah. We've, we've addressed this yeah. on our, our live watch multiple times. We weren't good enough. Like we weren't attractive enough children we did talk about this the last time we were... To get molested, yeah. so... 
You didn't blow the candle out good enough. No. You gotta do it like, didn't, I didn't. Uh, I thought I did it well. I was like, ring the bells well. Just give a little a, wink. Yeah, give him a little yeah. wink. Yeah, and I wasn't. I was not molested. So I feel like That's there bullshit. was something wrong with me personally. And uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, kind of taking its toll yeah. on my confidence. I looking back, I think I should have spiked their wine. <laughs> with what? Just some vodka. Because okay. they have to be, they can't be incapacitated, mm-hmm. right? They just need to be more uh, um, open to doing things. And just pulling all these sunny and just yeah. take, take the, uh, <laughs> like 20 years later, be like, oh, I was molested by that, that priest. <laughs> yeah. Just get a paycheck. Oh, man. Yeah. And you thought you'd get in trouble for a plantation analogy at this job. No. Yeah. No, no. no I, I never thought but that. But yeah, all, all's well that ends well. I, I think Greg McDermott did the right thing in apologizing, and I think the team did the right thing in being like, it was a mistake, but it happened, and it wasn't that big of a deal, and we accept his apology, and now let's go. Spend it again. Yep. Yeah, whatever. Uh, they could have just, I mean, they kept it all in-house. It, same thing would have happened. Like, f- I don't think this is really news. I wonder if someone, there had to be other people in the locker room where like they knew it was going to get out. Yeah, but like, so they couldn't just bury it. I guess they couldn't handle it. In-house. Was there is there video of this? No, you can kind of bury. But that. they have the direct fucking quote, so you can bury that. I guess just like he he apologizes immediately. Yeah, so it's, not, I, it's fine. He's not a bad guy. He's not an. He's not even an asshole. He's just, just a wrong choice a of brain, words. Yeah, a little brain fart. A little brain fart happens to the best and, of us. Yeah. For most of us, we wouldn't get suspended or anything at all. But I mean, it is a very public. It's an. It's the entertainment industry. It's public. It's a very public thing. So you gotta you gotta bend over a little more when you when you fuck up on that in in that level of spot. I don't know. I feel like he could control the media in Omaha, Nebraska. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think Creighton's high stakes enough. I don't think Omaha shits its pants over a Creighton win. You know what I mean? I don't think I, I don't think, think you Omaha's be, you'd be surprised. Omaha's not going nuts over Creighton winning at all. Creighton basketball is an institution in Nebraska. I disagree. But anyway, off of that, on to some uh, what we're definitely not experts at. We're definitely way bigger at experts at saying something fucking stupid and then having to apologize than we are at actual basketball. But let's move on to basketball. Baylor. Why do you say that? Back at, well, I, it's easily I'm more qualified at saying stupid shit and having to apologize for it than. First, you're saying we're not athletic. Again, speak for yourself. Okay. Second off, basketball. Played it my I, entire life. No, you haven't played it your entire life. Yeah, At this point, you've only played it for 50% of your life. <laughs> Why do you say that? What was the year you stopped playing organized, and I'm not talking about fucking fraternity league basketball? Why? That counts. That doesn't, it doesn't fucking count at <laughs> that all. Counts. That totally counts. So I'm going to say like 16 at best. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did you stop playing AAU? Well, I stopped playing basketball. I haven't stopped playing basketball. I still play to this day. I'm, to yeah, this day. I'm, I'm going to be nice and say 16. Uh, so no, 18. But AAU 18? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not quite 50% off yet. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Because you didn't start playing until what? Your third, fourth grade? Mm, started playing basketball like when I was six. Okay. So the first six. Yeah. So it, literally, it's like 50% of your life. Yeah. At best. I still play. <laughs> you don't. And I played intramurals, it counts. You don't. And that super doesn't. If you played frat league intramurals at the biggest school in the country, oh it's like playing God. D3 basketball. It's fucking not. It's like playing it's D3 not. basketball. It is. I can't do this. Baylor's back, ranked number two. 
back where they belong. Yeah, well, that was expected, right? You were saying, you were uh, like a week or two ago, you're like, I'm on Michigan's better than Baylor. You're trying to fade Baylor. Like, I'm trying to be different, man. I get that. It's, it's a boring-ass year. It's Gonzaga, it's Baylor. It's I don't be- think it's a boring year. I think it's actually a really exciting year. It's, I uh, mean, it's going to be, it's pretty predictable. I disagree. I think besides the top two, it's been wildly unpredictable. That's what it is, though. What I'm saying, it's just top-heavy. It is top heavy, but the thing is, though, like the tournament features 64 teams, not four teams. It's in football. So shit's going to get wild and it's going to be really fucking fun. Yeah, it'll end up being Gonzaga Baylor, though. I hope it is. I hope we do end up with the two best teams, but it's going to get fucking weird and awesome in the meantime. I guess. Again. And you are going to see Baylor or Gonzaga have to beat really good fucking teams like Illinois or I want to say, fuck, dude, Lenardi. Lenardi <laughs> had projected some dog shit for Gonzaga. Gonzaga's second round opponent, according to Lenardi right now, on the latest projection, is either Loyola Chicago, or I'm sorry, Loyola Chicago is projected there. It's Loyola Chicago, UConn, sorry. And then North, who's drawing North Carolina? Oh, yeah. And then Illinois could catch North Carolina in the second round, according to Gonzaga. <sighs> or Lenardi, I mean. Illinois doesn't deserve that. No. It, no. They don't. No. That's bullshit. They might be the best team in the Big Ten right now. I think they are. They're, they're getting hot at the right but time. We'll, we'll get to them. We have Illinois. Yeah. Baylor, back in number two. They beat West Virginia in OT on the road. Yeah, West Virginia also just lost to Oklahoma State without Cade Cunningham. We're going to get to them, though. Yeah. Uh, but then they followed that with double-digit wins over Oklahoma State and Tech, both at home. They got their legs back, man. Jared Butler dropped 25, 22, and 18. Right. I mean, that loss, the Baylor loss, Jared Butler had five points. Yeah. That wasn't going to happen again. Like, Does this confirm that Jared Butler definitely had COVID? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he For sure. (laughs) Like, obviously, the whole team and coaching staff didn't have it, but Jared Butler easily had had to be one of the dudes. Butler's had, like, COVID, like, eight times. Yeah. Which is weird to me, because what the fuck do you even do in Waco? What are you going out? Where are you going out? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks and the fucking Magnolia. <laughs> is Jared Butler just catching? Everyone's part of a bike gang, and uh, sometimes you got to ride. I, the last person I would want to be is a uh, Baylor basketball player in the middle of a bike gang shootout. At a Twin Peaks. Yeah, no. What's more iconic, the Twin Peaks shooting or uh, the Colt? Oh, the Colt, though, it should be the Twin Peaks shootout. What would you rather be involved in? The Twin Peaks shootout. Because like, you, you survived the Twin yeah, Peaks shootout? Yeah, way easier to survive. A way funnier story. There's no way to like, be at a cocktail party There's, or to be at somebody's house and be like, dude, let me tell you about the time I was in a Colt in Waco. This story is wild. You're going to love it. No, everyone would be like, what the fuck, dude? This guy's in a Colt? The Twin Peaks thing, you'd be like, all right. So I was in Waco. That town fucking sucks. But I wanted wings and I wanted some beer. And so I obviously, to see some titties. obviously, the only place to go in this dog shit town was Twin Peaks. Guess who shows up next? Three hundred armed bikers, Hell's Angels, and they are fucking <laughs> furious at each other. I don't know what they did to each other, but they got, nothing. They got They're into- fucking bikers. <laughs> They're just rival bike gangs. It's like, like people give shit to like the Bloods and Crips and and all kinds of like, like you know, like gang. Like West Coast, East Coast gangs, or whatever. But what no one about has less Chicago, no, <laughs> or Chicago gangs, whatever. Kidding. No one has less of an excuse to hate each other than biker gangs. They all have everything in common. 
They love leather. They love leather. They love motorcycles. Like, shouldn't it just be the biggest group of hobbyists in the world? Also, I don't know what they did to each other because if this was a normal thing among among bikers, the streets of Sturgis would just run red with blood every year. Sturgis? That's where the biker thing is. That's where the huge biker... Uh, Convention is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's every year in Sturgis. <laughs> their uh, expo? Yeah, what, where the fuck? North Dakota, something like that. Do they South get, Dakota. Do sorry, they get South a Dakota. musical performance to come in? Probably. Also, shit, there's one here, too. You just get Limp Biscuit rot, rolling? Rot Rally. Imagine getting Limp Biscuit At a biker festival? Yeah. Fred Dersh. I don't... That would either break out into the biggest hate orgy in the history of Earth. Like, imagine, like, if a mosh pit and they all fucked. And, like, it the was... The bikers are fucking and each like, other? It was... Can, yeah, well, there's, girl, there's lady bikers. But, yes, I do think it would be a pansexual mosh pit. Mm. Like, they'd be fucking their motorcycles as well. Anything. Just sticking their dick in it's an exhaust not, pipe. It's not gay or straight or weird. It's just... You've got to, like, punish things with your genitals. Right, 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 right. So, Baylor basketball. <laughs> Look, man, they're more of a cult anyway than a biker game. <sighs> Baylor fucking... That's a weird-ass school. Wouldn't go there. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't think it's in my top, like, 200 choices. No. Top 1,000 choices. There are so many D2 schools I would go to before Baylor. Because the thing is, too, like, they're, like attractive women that go to Baylor and like there is like a, a healthy like Greek system there and everything but like they it's just full of weird virgins and like the dorms are bo- I mean like dude Baylor is like a BYU light if we're being totally honest yeah like the Catholic version of BYU they're not Catholic what are they they're like Baptist I believe well, which is worse weird denomination of yeah ba- Catholicism. they're fucking what is I'll check I'll check but Christianity I yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Would you? Uh, why would you want to be an athlete? There? Yeah, they're Baptists. I just uh, don't understand it. Well, no, I get it. It's P five. Yeah, uh, well, go to Texas. <laughs> go to SMU. <laughs> go to S- well, SMU. is not American, but whatever. P five at Texas is, is uh, you can only get so many spots. I mean, to be fair, half of Baylor's basketball team can and should be on UT if UT did it right. For for basketball, but yeah. they fucking don't. Yeah. Um, football, that's a different story. It's the house Robert Griffin built. You know, kind of literally. They Our were Bryles. They don't give a fuck, really. the The biggest stain on Governor Ann Richards' legacy is getting Baylor into the Big Twelve. Elaborate. I don't. You know about that. And Richards. So Why is the, it the biggest stain, though? Because Baylor didn't deserve it. They were dog shit at everything. But Ann Richards was a Baylor alum, and so Baylor was part of the old Southwest Conference. Mm-hmm. And um, Ann Richards was governor of Texas at the time, and and the uh, uh, best parts of the Southwest Conference, like A uh, and M, UT, Texas Tech. Um, uh, fuck, I forget the other ones. But anyway, they were joining. They were combining with the Big Eight to create the Big Twelve, right? Mm-hmm. So, A and M, UT, and Tech were joining the Big Eight. So there was three of the four schools, right? Right. One other school. There's a spot for one other school. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, SMU had recently gotten the death sentence in football, and they were really nothing to speak of in basketball. So they were kind of out. TCU, good football school, I think. Obviously, not much going on. The real 
contender, the real school that should have gotten it, was the school that was really fucking good at football and had literal recent national championships in basketball. Houston. Ann Richards, as far as I know, boxed the University of Houston out and got her alma mater, Baylor, who had done nothing mm-hmm. at all in any sport, mm-hmm. into the Big 12 instead. And then Baylor spent... Hey, I mean, anytime, until, anytime you can get that market in Waco over that market in Houston, you got to take it. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's much bigger. You got to, yeah, Waco. it's much, much, much better. Everyone knows that. But yeah, Baylor's back, baby, and I'm, I'm, I'm back on Baylor winning it all. I was never out. I okay. knew they, I knew they had COVID legs the whole time. As far as I'm concerned, Baylor's the favorite. Good value bet because they're not the favorite. Were they plus like three hundred probably or something like that? Yeah, not even. They're, I mean, them and Gonzaga are both like two to one. So whatever. Make a little money. I guess. Sprinkle it at least. Get that shit like during the championship game. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next up, your school who you thought was better than Baylor for a literal week, yeah. Michigan. Well, anytime we mention anybody on the podcast other than Gonzaga and Baylor, they proceed to lose. So it just, you know, we're continuing tradition here on this podcast. As is tradition, yes. Yeah. Tradition starts now, as UCF says. <laughs> That's our motto. Which is bullshit because you guys took away your best tradition. Citronaut? Yeah. Well, he's, he's back, kind of. We do space uniforms every year. That's stupid. With a little you need to just keep it full on. Yeah, I agree. The Knights suck, like, as a nickname. It has no geographical no. connection to the state of Florida. But. but, yeah, Michigan, bad, bad week. Blown off the fucking court by Illinois, who didn't even have Io. Well, hey, man, maybe Illinois found something without him. I think they kind of did. And then he came back. I think... I think the best thing that could have happened to Illinois, we'll talk about this right next, is losing Io for a couple games. Came back looking like Robin with that mask. <laughs> Fuck. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, Kofi, Kofi's a man amongst boys. Kofi looks like Shaq. He was in uh, foul trouble against Ohio State and they still. Yeah, he, that one would he out. have like four fouls with like six minutes left or yeah, something? Yeah. I mean, so they he, pulled, they had to pull him for a while. Right. So, yeah. You know, he wasn't a factor at the end of the game, but. They pulled it out without him. Io, Io went crazy. Uh, and, yeah, they, uh, they look like they're hitting their stride going into March. Illinois is starting to look pretty fucking god-tier right now. So, Michigan, bad week. They're still on the one line, though. I don't think I – don't, I don't, no one's bumping Michigan off the one line at this point, I think. So, it's what? Michigan, Baylor, Gonzaga, and Illinois? Yeah. Hmm. Those are the four one seeds. Uh, but, yeah, Illinois looks fucking god-tier. Illinois is the number three one seed. They won three straight without Io DeSumo. But fucked Michigan. Which I want to go back to like one of our first few episodes. Yeah. Where I was just saying Illinois is the best team in the Big Ten. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to that take. That's fair. We, we've said a lot of takes on this podcast, a lot that are wrong. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to go back to that OG take Man. of Illinois being the best team in the Big Ten. I didn't buy it at the time because I had watched them lose to Missouri, which is just an indictment of, <laughs> of your basketball team. Um, but here, you want to hear a, a, my like general hot take of this on 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 illinois is they were a really inconsistent team right they lost obviously losing to baylor is not a big deal they lost to baylor they lost to mizzou they lost to rutgers and they won four straight against kind of whatever teams then they beat maryland and they and or sorry they lost to maryland lost ohio state so they're kind of on and off couldn't really get it together they had a four game win streak but like they couldn't really put it together then they got a bit of a running start Okay. They play Penn State, who they're Which, much better. By the than. way, uh, 
<laughs> I had money on Maryland last night. Maryland was up 20 with like 10 minutes left and uh, blew that to Penn State, so that was cool. Tight. Yeah. Love that. Maryland is... Well, I don't know what to do with that team. That's going to be... When I get to them in my bracket, I'm just going to be like, I fucking hate you so fucking much. Yep. I have like no idea what to do. If I'm going to... I'll probably have them win a game and they'll they'll lose and uh, ruin my bracket. Yeah. Won't ruin my bracket, but nah. I'll just curse out Scott Van Pelt. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Illinois catches Penn State, uh, which, you know, they're better than them, should win easily, and they beat them both times this year. Then they catch Iowa, I believe, without C.J. Frederick. Let me double-check that real quick. Look, college sports yeah, is all so, about momentum. Yes. So they catch, Momentum is a real thing. They catch Iowa without C.J. Frederick. Then they play Indiana, who's not good, not making the tournament. They play Wisconsin, who is a good team, but they're better than them, and they play them at home. And then they get Nebraska, Northwestern, Minnesota in a fucking row. Okay, mm-hmm. so they get a good running start. They go on a one, two, three, seven. Build up that confidence. Seven game win streak. Yeah. All right. They lose to Michigan State on the road, but this is a desperate, scrappy Michigan State team at this point, who's kind of finding their own. Then they get to play Nebraska and Wisconsin again. I mean, they they win nine out of uh, ten games. Like they really like they they the snowball started rolling downhill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 got to a point where they could build momentum. They're lucky C.J. Frederick was out against Iowa. I don't know if they would. I think they're much better than Iowa, but I don't know if they've been able to do that necessarily with uh, with him in there. But yeah, they're on a roll now. Like they found the momentum builder, and then. Fucking then, they lose to Michigan State and lose Io, and then they win three more straight. So they just hit another momentum build. It's like you're playing Mario Kart, and you just keep catching mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's March. This is the perfect time to hit your stride. Oh, they're hot. They're hot as fuck. This is the team you... I mean, I'm going to have them go probably to the Final Four at some in my bracket, it sounds, probably. It sounds chalk, but it's really not. Because it's, Illinois, a, it's a chalky year. Illinois was not a one seed until the last week and a half. Yeah. Right? Like, you ride the hot hand. If you, if you had, it would not have been chalk to say Illinois was a Final Four team two and a half weeks ago. That would have been like, oh, fuck, you think Illinois is? And for me, full circle, I said Illinois was a Final Four team at the beginning of the season. Yeah. They looked like shit. And now I'm just coming right back to that original take. Dude, there, and I, like, I have not been high on Illinois. Uh, necessarily to Final Four per se, but one thing I have been consistent on saying is the country's going to fall in love with Io DeSumo this March. Mm-hmm. They're going to love him, especially now with the mask. It makes him even more fucking lovable. Like, he, he improved his brand with the mask. With the all-black mask? Yes, yes. 100%. That's the look, yeah. If he, I mean, if he wore the clear mask, it'd be it's like, like, no. You need the fucking nerd. superhero mask. Yeah, superhero yeah. mask looks good. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about Oklahoma State. Yeah. They've played themselves up to the four line, according to Lenardi. Well, that's such a massive jump. <laughs> Weren't they an eight? That, but what have like I been previous? saying? What have I been saying? There's not much difference between three and ten. I guess. Maybe this is actually a year where tournaments will dictate whether or not, like, what seed you are if you're a five, if you're a six, if you're an eight. Man, if there was ever a year I had to bet on the tournaments doing a little extra work for your seeding, it has to be this one. I guess. Dude, two weeks ago, Mizzou was on the four line. I, I mean, people were talking up West Virginia before this little stretch here. I'm, it's, it's all fucking over the place because there's two elite teams, three or four really fucking good teams, and then everyone else, like I said, three through ten. There's not that much separation. 
there's not a lot of separation between three and one oh seven. Like yeah. it's one, two, and then everyone No, else. I mean the three seeds through ten seeds is what well, I mean. Yeah. Not, three through not, sixteen, I don't care. Like yeah. yeah. It's there's not a lot of fucking separation. No. Houston's gonna get a two or a three seed and they're gonna lose in the first weekend. Houston's on the two line. I actually saw Lenardi fuck what they say. Houston's gonna get fucked because guess who Houston is probably gonna meet in the sweet sixteen according to Lenardi right now. Uh, if they're a three seed or a Houston's two seed. a two seed, they catch Arkansas in the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Arkansas. If Arkansas, I don't even, I don't even think Houston makes it that far. I think Houston get uh, their second in the first weekend. According again, according to Lenardi, their second round opponents would be either Clemson or Maryland. You can see Maryland being a little asshole and beating Clemson or beating Houston. I have no faith in. It. That's how your bracket gets busted. Is you're like fuck Maryland, you take them out in the first round, and those assholes fuck all the way to the Sweet Sixteen. Eh, a lot's gonna I feel like a lot's gonna change over the next week. Yeah. No, I really there are a lot of times where the conference tournaments like historically, right? Historically speaking, they don't affect seeding that much, but it's a weird year. It's yeah, it's a real fucked up year. Aside from the top two. Um but yeah, Oklahoma State. Last five games, they've beaten Tech, Oklahoma twice, and West Virginia. They lost to Baylor, that's no big deal. They're ranked twelfth in the AP. Four seed according to Lenardi. And they get to play in the tournament. They the, are the in NCAA the tournament. has not come out and said, uh, we are not, we are uh, denying this appeal. So they appealed, and as long as the NCAA doesn't come out with any news in the next four days or whatever, mm-hmm. they're in. Here's my problem with them in the tournament, in, God, the, what in, if what if, in the NCAA tournament. What if the NCAA is just a bunch of dicks and they're like, you know what, Oklahoma? Oklahoma State? You're out. That'd be funny. I'd laugh. <laughs> I like, don't care about Oklahoma State. So I know, can... It's like all these NBA guys that are coming here, all, all you scouts. Yeah. Like, I know you guys want to see Kate Cunningham in the play or in the tournament. You're not going to do it. Nope. We're not going to do it. I am. A lot of people are going to be really high on Oklahoma State in the NCAA tournament, pretty much no matter what their seed is, unless it's like an eight and they catch Gonzaga, Baylor, and Sarah, which they're not. They're not going to be an eight. They're on the four line right now with, according to Lenardi, they're not dropping that see, far. They, they'd be a pesky eight. They'd be pesky, but they're going to be more like a four or a five. It's not a good four, Here's what scares me about them. I think a lot of people in their brackets are going to be like Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham. I love that. That's a sexy guard. That's a number one NBA draft pick. I fucking love that. Let me tell you, let me give you some team stats on them that are like big, fat, fucking red flags in the tournament. They are one of the most turnover-prone teams in the country. Love they that. rank 298th yeah. in the country in, tur- in turnovers. They turn the ball over all the fucking time. That's what I want from my yeah. NCAA tournament team. Yeah. They are straight up mediocre at shooting threes and shooting free throws. Is that important in the modern game? Free throws, yes. In college basketball? I don't think, I don't think threes are important. Oh, yeah, no. People no. don't shoot threes very often. No, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Twos are worth more than threes. Yes. They actually have a pretty good two-point percentage, but yeah. They don't shoot threes well. They don't shoot free throws well. They get the ball blocked all the fucking time. Yeah. And they are, as bad as they are at turning the ball over, they are even worse at turning the ball over via steal. They are ranked 319th in the country in steal percentage on offense. That just means they're careful with the ball. They're not throwing it out of bounds. Right, they're only throwing it right into the other team's hands. They also have 
one of the fewest assist ratios in the country. A little iso ball. A lot of iso ball. And, uh, oh, here's another fun one. If you want to talk about uh, what's good for the tournament in experience, according to Ken Palm, in terms of basically uh, how old the team is, Mm -hmm. they rank 323rd in the country in experience. So they're young, they turn the fucking ball over, and they don't shoot free throws well, and teams steal the ball from them fucking constantly. They have, they don't have a top 50 offense, even though people love Cade Cunningham. They have a top 25 defense, but that's it. So pencil them in for the natty? Yes, yeah. yes. They are yeah. an elite eight team minimum. And I hate giving this advice because our listeners are the ones I'm competing against in the bracket. Yeah, dude, I want that Allen Iverson jersey. I know. So I want, like, if you don't know, we're doing obviously... We need obvi- to give them bad intel. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we're doing a, a bracket this year, uh, like, uh, like Drinking Bros, I think, always does. Um, and this year, the, the uh, winner of our brackets, of our bracket or whatever... Gets a signed Georgetown Allen Iverson jersey. So I'm just taking it. It doesn't matter if I win. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just going to steal it. That's why we started working here, to yeah. be quite honest. I don't buy I don't buy Oklahoma State. You know who I do fucking buy? Arkansas. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the must bus. Yeah. Arkansas is in the top 10 for the first time since 1995. Is that good? It's pretty good being in the well, top 10. Basketball school now, Arkansas. To be fair, they were a basketball school, and then they just got shitty at basketball for a long time, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh, I guess we're football because SEC." Uh, but no, they they are a basketball school. I think I think they're much more of a basketball school than a football school. They have a much better shot at basketball than well, who, being competitive who, in football who again. Fu- who fucking doesn't? Are you goddamn kidding me? <laughs> um, Arkansas, they don't have as good of an NBA prospect as as Cade Cunningham, but they do have a lotto pick. Yeah, they have a bunch of they have a, two freshmen that are pretty like off the charts. Who who's the other one? Other Mo, Moses Moody? I can't remember. Uh, the kid that was coming in, um, he's starting to come off the bench, and he's he, I think he's been averaging like double digits. Ironically, lately. Arkansas did lose to Oklahoma State, by the way. <laughs> but uh, who is it? So uh, JD Note. Or Devontae Davis. Probably Devontae Davis. Yes. Yeah, Devontae Davis. Um, Yeah, Moses Moody, though, is the fucking shit. And Arkansas, we've said this for the last couple weeks. Yeah, Davis, 12 points against A&M. Yeah, yeah, before uh, these, I think he's on like a six or seven game streak where he's going double digits. He was only averaging like seven points before. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's starting to come into his own, so... Arkansas is, like we talked about with Illinois a few seconds ago, a few minutes ago, sorry. Um, they're fucking hot at the right fucking time. Arkansas is on a goddamn one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. New Bill Clinton voice. On an eight-game win streak. But yeah, Moses obviously is their guy. And they're going to go, I mean, they've won, or they've only lost one game with Smith. On the floor. On the floor. Yeah. They did go to overtime, and I'm not saying this to pump Mizzou. Uh, Mizzou took them to overtime without Jeremiah Tillman. I think Missouri, I watched that game, Missouri really would have probably won that game if Tillman was in. However, we are one of their losses without Justin Smith. So take, you know, 
take that for what it's worth. Hmm. Um, Arkansas is the real fucking deal, though. And Musselman is a really good fucking coach. Yeah. He's got tournament success with a much smaller program at Nevada. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see where he, he takes the program. Weird that it's a smaller program because I bet the schools are like the same fucking size. Nevada and Arkansas? Arkansas? Yeah. yeah I don't know about that. I'm going to look it up real quick. Reno? Yeah. I'm It'd be a up right weird now. place to go to school, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, a lot of gecko tattoos. You should see the fucking UNLV people. Are you kidding me? That's a fucking weird place to go to school. Reno is a hell of a lot weirder than Vegas. I know it's. I know Reno's a weirder town than Vegas, but the people that go to UNLV are just bizarre. It's all like, it's like you have to test positive for ecstasy to get into UNLV. Yeah, but you also are. You're that. You're the same kind of person that goes to UNLV plus your desert trash <laughs> to go to Reno. That's, I can't like, deny that. Uh, like our, they're cut from the same cloth, but they're even more extreme at, in Reno. So Arkansas has 10,000 more people than Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, school-wise, 17,000 to 27,000. Fair enough. Uh, but, dude, Arkansas is, Arkansas is not going to fuck around. They're on the three-line right now, according to Lenardi. I don't know if they're going to win the, um, the SEC tournament just because the SEC is really fucking weird, and I don't know who the fuck's going to win it. You got to think it'd be Alabama or Arkansas just if you want to bet. But honestly, like, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, LSU fucked around and won the, the SEC tournament. The tournament? Kentucky? No. I hope. I'm not I want, I'm root, I'm We're rooting. rooting for it. But yeah, we're rooting for Kentucky. Yeah. Um, we want, like, a 15-seed Kentucky. Yes, 100%. That's sick. Which gets into our next segment, Blue Blood Cinderella's. I like myself, you know, a, a small guy. Picking up a win, like Michigan State or right, North Carolina. North Carolina, one of the little you know. guys that just doesn't, you know, just doesn't get on TV even normally. Right, you know, it's not like North Carolina Duke was in the prime time slot on Saturday. No, was, despite it's like three o'clock, right? Despite if you combined their NCAA seeds for the tournament, you literally can't because Duke is NA, not available. Yeah, have no seed. When uh, does uh when does Coach K come out and just say, "Hey, I think it's time to cancel the season for the oh for like for the twelfth time for the the good of the kids," you know? I I don't, I don't think we could have a tournament. It just doesn't seem like a responsible thing to do. I really fucking hope Coach K comes out and is like, uh, essentially, just says like after they don't make the tournament or right before you. Yeah, he should right do what he did last on, year on selection like selection Sunday. On the Saturday before Selection Sunday, he's like, I think having the tournament's fucking irresponsible. No, he does what he did last year right before the tournament. He's like, Duke will not be participating in the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we know. No, we know. You don't have to. Well aware. Be like, no, uh, we're sitting this one out, guys. This is is my call. Um, Committee, don't pick us. We're going to sit the tournament out. Speaking of Duke, I know North Carolina. North Carolina looks dangerous. I know they're playing Duke the other day just duke ran him out of the gym ran, dude they fucked them up and it wasn't just like duke looked shitty like all those dudes from north carolina look goddamn insane like that's a team full of four and fives uh well yeah should it should be right Every i know year, they should like north carolina shouldn't have a down year duke shouldn't have a down year no and it's kind of a shame that duke is down this year because like 
it's one of the most Duke teams I've ever seen. Very. Who's their super hateable white guy? <laughs> I can't even remember, but he has a fucking shitty haircut that makes you want to punch him. He has like he Matthew has a, Hurt. Yeah, he's a fucking the worst face in America. Yeah. Like just in terms of, I mean, like you just see that face and you're like, God damn, dude, fuck you. Like the the world deserves to hate Matthew Hurt and Joey Baker. Yeah. You know. But uh, North Carolina. I'm sorry for whoever catches North Carolina in the second round because it's going to be a high seed. I think North Carolina can play them well, play themselves up though to like a a seven, right? Uh, so what, what are they at now? They're at they're on the nine line now. They would have to go pretty deep to get themselves off that. I think off the eight nine line. Um, if they did play themselves up to a seven. LOL if they catch like Houston or Bama in the second round. Yep. Dude, even that's what I'm, I'm that's what I'm gonna call, right? Honestly, dude. I think North Carolina moves up to a seven eventually with with their playing tournament and stuff. Or they or, catch Houston in the second round, they beat Houston in the second round. They could lose, drop to a ten. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. By the way, there's way. A, there's another two seed that would be Terrifying. really unfortunate to play North Carolina. And it's our, our bosses. Ohio State. North Carolina has a baller. I mean, the way Ohio State's going right now, can you put them as a two seed? Yeah, they're still on the two line, according to Lenardi, yeah, after this weekend. Was that four straight? Yeah, but they're still fucking good. And here's the, and they, they, like, they have a lot of quality wins, right? A ton of quad one wins. Mm-hmm. Ohio State does. So you can't... Momentum doesn't count for seeding. You have to take the resume as a whole. So yeah, they're, I don't think they're off the two line. We could take momentum for like how far we think they're going to go, or momentum can get you up a certain place. But the other thing too is Ohio State has been losing to shitty teams, right? I've been like, is it that big of a fucking deal to lose to Illinois? No. Even when you and especially it's when you deal to lose to Iowa when you've already beaten Illinois. So yeah, here's who they lost to: the Michigan State loss is kind of shitty. Otherwise, they lost to Michigan, the number three ranked team in Ken Palm, mm-hmm. Iowa the number fucking four ranked team in Ken Palm, even though I think Iowa is not that good. I mean, they're good, but not as good as that. And Illinois, the number five ranked team in Ken Palm. They're just getting their losses out of the system. Quality losses. We're talking about quality fucking losses here. It's a quality loss. They'd be, yeah. they'd be qualified for the uh, college dude, football playoff with that amount of losses. They know? would easily. Yeah. But, dude, uh, fucking Ohio State, I'm sorry, uh, North Carolina, Walker Kessler, seven foot one, and their, ba- and their power forwards, Garrison Brooks, 6'10", Daron Sharp, 6'11". Yeah, I mean, I'll probably talk myself into North Carolina making like a sweet 16 round. If North Carolina catches Ohio State in the second Ohio round... Ohio State or Houston, I'm... I'm taking I'm North taking Carolina. That, Straight the fuck up. I'm taking North Carolina. And all you guys, you can let Ross talk you into <laughs> taking State, Ohio yeah. State. I'm not... Fu- I'm t- fucking taking North Carolina if they catch Ohio State or maybe Houston in the second round. I mean, it's... They're bad fucking news. I think we got to, when the bracket comes out with Ross, we should do like an Obama bracket. Yes. Where we just go game by game. I agree. Yeah. And then just go straight chalk. Obama always had like the four one seeds in his final four. It's like, oh, really going out on a ledge, Barry. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they didn't even do that. They only did it in, in the Bush administration. Was the only time all four one seeds made it, I believe. No, no that was, was Obama. It was Obama. That was Obama's first year. Yeah. Wait, did he like, get it right? Did like he get he, the chalk racket like right? He nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He nailed it because he went with all the one seeds and they yeah. all made it. It's crazy. Uh, the other one is Michigan State. Blue blood Cinderella. Beat Michigan. Projected on the 11 line now. 
feel bad for whoever's fucking around with them in that side of the bracket. They beat in Illinois, Ohio State, and Michigan since February 23rd. You really want to deal with any Tom Izzo team in March? Do you want to deal with the Hauser brother? Is, is Joey Hauser risen from the dead? We'll see. We'll, we'll, Did he hear that we declared Sam the winner? Sam won. But he's pissed now? But uh, yeah, this is kind of a Joey Hauser revenge tour. So. Watch this have to... I swear to God, if, if Michigan State makes the Final Four... I w- somehow I want them to play each other, right? I want Michigan State to play Virginia. Because yeah. they were supposed to be the Hauser brother yeah. bowl, and that game got canceled. Yeah. So we, we got robbed of that. I know, we did. We got robbed a lot this year. Yeah, well, COVID. You know. Got robbed of a lot this year. One thing, however, you will not get robbed of is a real good time if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let me tell you. It is that time of year again, all right? Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, by the way, is putting new customers in the center of the action. If you bet $4 on an underdog, I'm sorry, bet $4 on an underdog, Win $256 if they win. It's that simple. Bet, I'm going to repeat that. Bet $4, $4. That's less money than I'm going to spend at Burger King tonight on an underdog. You win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's bet $4 on an underdog in select college basketball games. And if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. You get to go past go, too. Yeah. Pick one of the many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. There's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is in DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got Ho- Players' Championship this yep. weekend. Hockey and so much more. DraftKings is safe secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience there's no hoops to jump through uh download the top rated sports book uh, the uh, draft top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code bros b-o-r-s or b-r-o-s when you sign up let's dra- that's promo code bros b-r-o-s when you sign up to turn four dollars into 256 dollars if the underdog of your choosing pulls the upset. Again, that's code BROS, B-R-O-S, to turn $4 into $256. That's for a limited time, obviously, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, uh, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. DraftKings is rad. It is. Yeah. They have like really good betting, legit sports books. It's really yeah. awesome. I mean, they gave pretty much gave you a hundred dollars if you uh, bet that UFC fight. Oh yeah, it was just literally all you had to do was have somebody land a punch in the main event, and it happened. Yeah, it's uh, crazy to think. Right? Honestly, I I like DraftKings for the fantasy. I'm excited for Texas to hopefully get off its ass and. Let me use that sports yeah, book I'm, app as well. I'm very envious of the states that you can actually have a legit sports book. You just want to go to Pennsylvania? DraftKings. Yeah. Just hang out. Just for go go I home. might as well go back to Philly. Yeah, yeah why not? Uh, we also have Brewbag. Brewbag. 
Uh, it's another sponsor of ours. Go to brewbag.com to check it out. If you want to know what brewbag is, essentially beer pong meets bags, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know the game bags. You might call it cornhole. Um, go to brewbag.com. You can order your own custom set. We have a Drinking Bros custom set. What do you mean you might call it cornhole? You can call it cornhole. You call it bags. People call it both. Okay. Yeah. Is that like a rare name? Cornhole? No, it's a Midwestern thing. Oh. I like bags better. People do call it cornhole. Yeah. I think there's another one too, but I can't remember. Anyway, Brewbag makes a rad drinking games, uh, you know, yard games, whatever you want to call it. Go to brewbag.com. Use the uh, promo code Drinking Bros, I believe. Order your set. They can make custom stuff. Uh, vinyl. I mean, Brewbag is awesome. We have a, a set at the studio that we uh, just kind of mess around with on in our downtime. And again, you play a couple games on it. You can do kind of the uh, the beer pong um, bag slash cornhole hybrid. You could just play regular cornhole because you have uh, stoppers that you can put in the other holes. So you, it's just like normal cornhole. Or you can do, you know, whatever you want. You can make a, your own little game out of it too. Brewbag.com is legitimately, check it out. Like it, it's a cool thing that they made and I, I really enjoy playing on it. Uh, summer's around the corner. Summer's pretty much here if you live in Texas. Get brew, but get a brew bag. Hit brewbag.com. Check that out. We also, of course, have of course have one of our favorites, Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com. Promo code Drinking Bros, and you'll get a nice fat discount on. Here's how much we like this bed. We have one in our studio. Yeah, Jack. And no, the Jack sash. No one even lives here except for one week out of the year when Texas loses power. That's me. Yeah. Best sleep I've ever had. You though. slept on that ghost bed, right? Yeah. Best, During the winter storm. Best sleep I've had in. At least the you know the entire year. Yeah, uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, use our promo code, get a nice big fat discount. I know they're like no interest for thirty six months. I mean, dude, Ghostbed's awesome, and you can get it so it's like a like a bed slash not not like slash couch, not like a fucking futon. The adjustable but, base. Yeah, the adjustable base about. where you can sit up in bed and watch TV, so you're not having to like stack eight fucking pillows behind your back, dude. I mean. Ghost bed's rad. I really, really, really. The next time I'm getting a bed, I'm, I am getting goddamn. Yeah, and ghost I mean bed. they already have a, a built-in discount for uh, first responders. Yes, if you're a Teachers, first responder, military, military, you get a. Uh, I forget what the discount is, but it's a big one. Yeah, I think it's thirty percent. Yeah, you get a big ass discount if you are first responder. I believe that is. Oh, nurses as well, right? Nurses, nurses and doctors? Well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or no, not doctors. Fuck doctors. Just nurses. Just nurses. Doctors yeah. can afford it. Uh, nurses, uh, paramedics, police, fire department, anything like that. And obviously, if you're in the military at all, um, yeah, dude, ghost bed, you got to check out ghost bed. Ghost beds are comfy. They're awesome. And the cooling pillows uh, are, uh, I don't know if we have a special on that, but I just want to mention, someone was like, hey, touch this cooling pillow. You won't believe how cold it was. How cold was it, Rob? It felt like it came out of the fridge. I was like, this doesn't make, like, are you a witch? Like, this doesn't, it didn't make scientific sense to me. It was yeah. fucking weird. Uh, but it was awesome. And one last one uh, today, before we get back to it, Keeps. Got some Keeps. Keeps.com slash DB Sports. Need to go to that website because you need to please Talk about your experience with keeps or hair loss. Why you tried it, fuck. That's fine. We're live. It's all right. We're live. Check out keeps. Uh, Ross is a big keeps fan. He is. You yeah. See, have you seen his hair? I know he hides it he underneath it. that hat. Yeah. But yeah, luscious man. Yeah. Uh, two out of three men at some point will experience some form of hair loss. 
before they're 35 or by the time they're 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Uh, there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor uh, consultations. Confrontations. <laughs> well, sometimes you got to confront that doctor, yeah. too. Just you know? give me fucking hair. Uh, medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. You don't do any of that shit. No, comes right to your door. No. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cheap, too. It's low cost. Uh, treatments are just $10 a month. And uh, Keeps offers generic versions as well. Discreet packaging. Look, man. Although, I, I feel like people, one thing people you're know your hair is thinning. If there's one thing you're going to invest in, it's got to be your hair, right? Don't let it go. Don't, don't let it get to the point where... People start to talk like, oh, man. No, like, oh, God, did you see, yeah, Rob? Yeah. Did you see? Look, oh, I thought, I thought you didn't go bald at that age anymore. But like, when hair. you first start to notice it, nobody else is going to notice it, but yeah. that's when you take care of it. You yeah. Know? You got you to gotta, you gotta be early. preventative, too. Like, Play some prevent defense. Like Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have discreet packaging, so your neighbors won't know when you know. Right? Because you got to order it early. And Proven Results Keeps has uh, more five-star reviews than any of its competitors at all. It's the best thing out there, mm-hmm, like legitimately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I would order. Well, yeah. Um, and like Dan said, prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So you can't be like, well, let, let me just pull a few more clumps out. I mean, look at this hair. It's good. Look at this. It's this good. Is all, this is all prevent. Yeah. Yeah. So, Play- Keeps... Go to keeps, go to keeps.com forward slash DB sports to get your first month free. And we're not fucking around here. You have to play prevent defense. And even if, you know, even if you're a little farther behind, it's never too late. Also, by the way, you don't have to be going bald. No. Like you could just be thin. Mm -hmm. Like people go thin without going bald. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're going a little thin. Beef it up. Just got to get some girth. Yeah. Give your head some girth. Give your hair some girth. Yeah. Make it luscious. You need, you need girth on both domes. I agree with that. I agree with that. So I haven't shaved anything in a long time, my head or anything else. Uh, we have some under porn. What do we got? Your boys. Villanova. Yeah. They're uh, <laughs> going through a tough time right now. Yeah. Uh, obviously our original real estate agent of the week is getting a head start. Yeah. After, after, after Villanova lost Colin Gillespie to the real estate industry forever because he tore his MCL, he's gone now. Never playing another. Well, he is a senior, but he obviously with this year, the COVID year. Oh yeah. He could do another one. You could come back. And also, but he's, why wouldn't he really? Was he an NBA prospect? He's not an NBA, no. Come back. But Colin, come back. But he's like, Hey man, I already got my foot. In that main mainline Philadelphia real estate. Yep. Yep. It might might just be time to let him go. Let us let us let him spread his wings. If you love it, let it go. Yeah. I Maybe. Mean, I mean, it's not like Jay Wright's not gonna send another Italian. Another white guy to do some work. Yeah. In the one. You just need that Italian. there I think Villanova has a scholarship solely for in a, like an Italian Catholic yes, from the Northeast. I think that's part of the founding of that school because it was founded by Catholics and maybe Italian Catholics for that matter. They were like, you always have to keep a basketball scholarship open 
for one of us. Right. Yeah. It's worked out well. It was known as the Christopher Columbus until <laughs> about four years ago when he was canceled. Villanova's Columbus scholarship. Yeah. yeah. I'm into that. We're going to call it that from now on. Actually, let's just go with our Columbus watch every year from, for the, from like not this year, but next year. We'll, we'll go to like the, uh, <laughs> who Villanova signs every year and be like, all right, there's the Columbus guy. Yeah. There's the Columbus guy. Uh, but unfortunately, Gillespie's gone, so Villanova fucking pooped out 52 points in a two-point loss to Providence to fucking Providence, Look, which is man. another Columbus type of school. Uh, Villanova shot 38% from the field and missed nine free throws. You don't just walk into Providence and come out with a dub, <laughs> Don't right? you? Do well, you not? Uh, maybe not this year. You should this year. Yeah. But, hey, man, should. excusable loss. You lose your heart and soul <sighs> man. to an MCL. Nova is, where are they at? They're on the three line right Ro- now uh, with Yeah, Lenardi. Robinson Earl had 11. Samuels had 21. Yeah. Right now, they look like a three seed that could lose. They, they're, according to Lenardi, they're catching South Dakota State in the first round. Do you feel good about Villanova against a, like... The Jackrabbits? Against a dangerous... Team like that. Well, Mike Dom's not at South Dakota State anymore. Yeah, but so. I mean, still, like that's you got kind of the Is echoes he? there. They should they should allow Mike Dom to play at South Dakota State forever. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have the same coach, but I can't remember. Doesn't matter. No, I don't like. I'm. It's gonna take. I, I'm looking at, taking a real hard look at Villanova in the first round without Colin Gillespie. I don't care who the right. Fuck, I don't we, care who. So, the so fuck we talked about like. this. Like Jay Wright. It's like, hey, is my time better spent? Winning a few games in the tournament and getting bounced in yeah. like the Sweet 16, or, or losing the first weekend and then that second weekend on I'm TV. on TV. Yeah, I'm, it's easily better spent on TV. Yeah, one hundred percent. Recruits going to see my face, palling around with Charles Barkley or They're something. See how likable I am. Yeah, throwing that nice, nice suit. My best, some, my Sunday best. He's look more Italian than anybody, which is weird because he has like the least Italian name ever. Jay Wright. Yeah, yeah, but he is. Like he looks like a fucking restaurant manager and he's bought, he's bought in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he just, he looks like he manages the restaurant that Joe Pesci got called funny in. Maggiano's. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, we have some betting picks this week. You don't have any underwatch because, uh, it's a fucked up week. It's conference turn week. And honestly, don't bet unders in tournaments. Teams are way more likely to uh, foul down the stretch. Or go into like six overtimes. Yeah, yeah, don't. This is where the under shit stops. Don't bet fucking unders in the conference tournaments. stops here. Yeah. Don't bet conference or don't bet unders in conference tournaments, let alone the NCAA tournament. Teams will. It, it's just not a good place to do it. And also the teams are just more uh, efficient and effective in the tournament. These are the best teams. Yep. But we do have a couple betting picks. We couldn't do many. Wait, Oklahoma State's playing West Virginia again? In the conference tournament, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we don't have a lot because we don't know many of the matchups. Like West Virginia there, regardless. Well, so we'll get into it. Oklahoma State versus West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament. Mm-hmm. I like West Virginia minus two. Do you as well? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's nice. Honestly. Back. I mean, I'd like West Virginia to make a deep tournament run. I'd even buy it up to a point just for shits and gigs. No, why not? Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Why not? Uh, Texas Tech versus Texas. Tech is favored by Actually, you know what? Don't buy the point. West Virginia, just get an alternate line. West Virginia by double digits. Ooh. 
Get that plus money. I really that do juice. kind of like that. I really don't trust Oklahoma State. I mean, they just lost Oklahoma. Like, I don't think Oklahoma State's going to beat them twice. Yeah. In like a week? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know if I like the double digits, but I would take an, I'd find an alt line for sure. And if Cade Cunningham comes back, maybe uh, they're not as good. Maybe they play a little bit more ISO ball. Not, not, back, not IO situation? No. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, well, Oklahoma State is young as fuck, like mm-hmm. we said. Mm-hmm. One of the youngest teams in the country. Turnover prone? Yep. Extremely turnover prone. Guess who likes to force turnovers? Huggy Bear. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I like West Virginia there. Texas Tech versus Texas. Texas is actually a one-point dog. Mm. Tech's starting to skid a little bit. So, I mean, so is Texas. I don't think Texas is skidding. I think they lost a game to a good team. Tech lost to Baylor, but before that, they did beat Texas and then TCU and Iowa State. Yeah. Texas, however, in their last three games, they beat Oklahoma. The other two were Iowa State and TCU. They already lost to Tech. Yeah, I could see them beating Tech. I kind of like Texas there in a... It's a good spot for Texas. Yeah. yeah. I think Texas wins that game. I'd call it, I mean, it, the line to make sense, though, it is a bit of a toss-up. It's hard to beat the same team twice. Yeah. Michigan State versus and Maryland. Mark. Michigan State's a three-point dog. God, They're still fighting. I'm s- They're still fighting. I have no feel in Maryland. March. I'll <laughs> I'm take... Just, I like I'm just Mar- so mad at Maryland now. I know. I like March Izzo. March Izzo? March Izzo. You mean February or uh, January, February Izzo? March, no, like March is though. Yeah, no, it's January, February. Is a oh yeah. yeah, yes, March is Izzo's month. I like Michigan State. Michigan State could be a sneaky Sweet Sixteen. Like we said, they get that rap though. Blue where blood it's like, Cinderellas. Oh, Izzo will just turn it on in March. There's there's been plenty of times where Izzo's been bounced in the first weekend. Yep, I agree with that. As like a two seed. Hmm. Yeah. So like. But they're, I think overall, he's pretty fucking good in, in March. Well, they are the last Big Ten team to win a natty. Yeah. Was that, Which oh, is one? so long ago. <laughs> Which it's if been you, 20 years. If you have any illusions about picking Illinois to win it all, fucking don't. Yeah, no, Big Ten team don't win natty. Yeah, Big Ten don't win natties. They, they get there. They don't yeah. win. Uh, but that's it for our betting picks because there's the most of the matchups aren't determined this week yet. Yep. Got to we'll wait for the tournament. Later. So we'll uh, close it out with our future real estate agent of the week. Yep. Oh, we got our a point guard from Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, Loyola, Chicago, the ninth-ranked team on Ken Palm, a top 25 team in the AP. Yeah, no no, thank you. You're not buying them this year? No. Sister Jean is uh, she's on her way out. Lightning doesn't strike twice? No. God does. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, he only struck Saul once with Lightning. Who? Saul. So, oh, Saul, Saul is in Paul? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he struck, uh, he, but he strikes a lot. Like, he struck, uh, what's his name, with uh, making him a pillar of salt, or his wife, Lot's wife. Mm-hmm. Struck, well, she struck her with salt lightning. You tell, you tell a woman to not look, you know, to believe you, yeah. and then she does the exact opposite, and, you know, she kind of had it coming. Does that, is that story in the Bible just about how if women look back, they'll be salty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the message. Yes. Yeah, overall. Women shouldn't look back or they'll be salty. Just don't look back. Yeah. Andrew Cuomo should drop that on a... <laughs> to just stick with the theme of today's Drinking Bros podcast. If you look back, you'll be salty. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, our, our future real estate agent of the week this week, point guard Braden Norris. 
Braden Norris, a redshirt sophomore at Loyola Chicago. You better believe he's playing all five years. Mm-hmm. He is six foot even, which means he's 5'11 at best. Oh, he's a transfer from Oakland too, University. Yeah. That's obviously the Oakland in Michigan, Michigan. not yes. California. Uh, he plays 30 minutes a game, averages eight points, three assists, averages 5.2 assists as a freshman. Hmm. Uh, born in Hilliard, Ohio, which is a suburb of Columbus. But I think, I think he's going to stay in the big city. And I think he's going to work in apartment rentals. You're okay. going to hit him up online. And he's going to show you around to apartments in Chicago. Or maybe townhouses or uh, flats or whatever. I'm going through his Twitter right now. Oh, what? I didn't just find his Twitter. Find, just trying to find something. He didn't have a LinkedIn, which is what I usually like to look for. Mm-hmm. Which uh, he kind of uh, behind, behind not having a LinkedIn at this point. He's, uh, he's already yeah. a sophomore, so it's like... It's no good. Behind the ball, man. He's... He's got a pretty uh, basic bitch Twitter, to be quite honest. Seth Greenberg said that uh, he is, uh, Braden Norris is a dog. Says He also said Norris, uh, for Ramblers MBB, has no fear. Dude, Dude is, is just tough. tough. Embraces the moment. There it is. That's what you want to have your, uh, your future real estate agent. I think so. The guy that's just willing to go to bat for you. Do the dirty work. He's going to do it, man. He's not going to, you know, he's, you don't have to go through all those inspections. I don't like them to a final four. I mean, right now they're on like the eight or nine line with, but dude, is, is if Lenardi's accurate, then the tournament's trying to fuck Gonzaga. You don't get Loyola Chicago's second round. That's bullshit. They're fine. They'll be fine. That's a, that is a bastard they'll of a be, second round they'll, matchup. They'll beat Loyola Chicago by 30. So I don't think that's yeah. A they are Gonzaga, and they are used to play midgets. I think it's bull. It would be bullshit to give Gonzaga loyal Chicago in the second round. But uh, yeah, man, I think Braden's going to be uh, pimping out some apartments and and flats and stuff like that in Chicago for rentals mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, then he he'll probably move back to Columbus slash Hilliard and uh, you know start selling houses after he gets some big city experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know he'll collect that deposit. Um, hey man, if you don't want to talk, you don't want to tell him about your dog. You don't have to. He's no, not, he's cool with it. You know, doesn't need that pet deposit. Wink, wink. He'll yeah. he'll look the other way. And now, to be fair, he's a scrappy guy. Like the median income of of Hilliard, Ohio, is forty five thousand. Okay, it's actually really low. He's not a scrappy guy. That's he grew up in like borderline poverty. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, the median. Ha- the median personal income is 45. Median household income is 96. So he's fine. Yeah, yeah he grew no, up in normal. I, I think he's fine. I was like, whoa, 45 is really low for 2021. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, he's going to be doing that. He'll he'll get he'll move back to Columbus and start selling houses eventually. But I think he's gonna he's gonna stay in the city for a while. And why wouldn't he really? Yeah, spend I'm, your 20. Don't spend your 20s in Columbus. Spend it in Chicago. And then move back once you uh, get established. Yeah, yeah, well, and you know, find a wife, whatever. But yeah, that's our future real estate of the week, hmm. Brayden. You'll you see think, him a lot in you March. Think she'll, they'll roll out Sister Jean for the tournament. What's left of her? Just Actually, no, they won't. Bag of COVID? Bones. Are you kidding me? The amount. Oh of, man, no, she'll be there. She'll the be front of, and center. The amount of stress that'll cause. She's vaccinated already. She she's probably had, she probably is vaccinated. She's already. She was yeah. like first in line 
And also, they're like, all right, who uh, who has priority? All these sister nun- Jean. All these nuns keep surviving COVID at like obscene ages. Remember that French nun that was like 116? Survived the she, her eyes were Spanish like flu. glazed over gray. Like she was so blind that her eyes were just skin at that point. Also, we've talked about this. Sister Jean is a crisis actor, but she also might not be a real person. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't know how you believe both those things at once. I, I, now I'm thinking she's a deep fake. <laughs> Before deep fakes were invented? Yeah, no, I think... Not really. Sister she's, Jean... She's like a Spike Jones person in old people makeup, like yeah, fucking jackass. Early deep fake. Okay. And it's kind of, you know... I mean, they, they had two pocket Coachella like a decade that ago. That was a hologram. That was a very apparent hologram. Well, Sister Jean's a, like, Sister Jean's a hologram then. I don't think Loyola Chicago has that uh, technology. Where was she the, the last like 80 years? I don't know. I've never seen her. Nuns don't stay in one place the whole time. They get transferred around constantly. Uh, no, because she's always been a Loyola Chicago fan, allegedly. Because she seems like a front runner. Probably because she fucking know. likes Jesuits. She probably reads for every fucking Catholic school. Uh, nah, I bet man. you she loves Notre Dame football. She's a ride or die. She's got she that loves, scarf. She loves Notre Dame football. Hmm. Remember when she was getting interviewed? Yeah. Like when Loyola made the final four, none of their players, like I, I remember I don't remember the, a single one. I remember seeing the pictures of like their press conference and then Sister Jean's press conference. Mm-hmm. She's an attention hoe. Who cares about the players? Sister Jean. I'm over it. All right. I don't need to see her again. Well, we're over this episode. Uh, as always, please uh, pass this out to your friends and relatives and uh, give it to homeless people instead of money. Um, if that's somehow possible, uh, like, and subscribe on, um, YouTube, like, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, and this is for the drink rose sports feeds, by the way, these are separate feeds from drinking bros, uh, like, and subscribe on the, uh, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcasts. Uh, and like I said, the YouTube already, and, uh, be sure to join our Facebook group, drinking bros sports, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. get, get you set up with that bracket. We're going to do a signups bracket yeah. this March, obviously, for Win the tournament. Iverson jersey, Iverson, which I will steal. Jo- Iverson Georgetown jersey is the main, uh, the grand prize is here for winning our bracket. Also, uh, we're doing fantasy baseball for the baseball season. Going to have a couple leagues of those, and they will also have ridiculous prizes akin to mm-hmm. Iverson Georgetown, but they'll be baseball related uh, instead, obviously. So, yeah, uh, uh, check all that out. And, again, thank you guys for listening. Go to DraftKings, use that promo code BRO. Use get on that DraftKings shit. One more time. I want to say that one more time because it's that goddamn important. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BROS, B-R-O-S. $4 bet on an under any underdog, and uh, you can win $256. Yeah, it's select underdogs, but of select underdogs of your choosing, turn $4 into $256. And guess what? Uh give me a lot of dogs winning this week. They're the only teams that really have anything to play and, for. And by the way, it yeah. didn't say it didn't say it had to be a, a certain amount of dog. Could be a one point dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could be a ten point dog. So, just any any underdog. The point is, if uh, they yeah, if yeah. say Michigan plays Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament, one of those teams is going to be a dog. Maybe do some fucking shit like that. I think it's worth four dollars. I think I think you yeah. could. I think you, you do get, worse. You get spare four dollars for that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, for Dan Register and our handsome producer Coop, I am Rob Fox. See you guys next week. Uh, we're not going live for any conference shit, are we?
We might. Who knows? Oh, probably Selection Sunday. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we, we, I think we're going to probably do a Selection Sunday show. Even though Selection TBD. Sunday is not a real thing anymore. Yeah. T- because they t- announced the brackets before Selection Sunday. Yep. Kind of ruined it. TBD on that. We are going to do, uh, on Monday, though, we should have actually a massive bracket show. Oh, yeah. We will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's going to be with the whole fucking crew with us as well as uh, Ross and, and Dan Holloway. Uh, so And, and Giorgio, even. Giorgio will make some picks. Yeah, so probably get, have the best bracket. Get in on that us. shit. Um, if you want to hit us up for any advice on uh, betting or picks or anything like that, in the meantime, uh, social media. I'm at Rob Fox Three, all spelled out. Uh, at Dan underscore Register, right? On Twitter, but what are you on? It doesn't matter. Instagram. Doesn't matter. Doesn't like Instagram. All right. Anyway, for Dan, I'm Rob. See you next week.